Hey everyone, it's Paula from the SheHH podcast team and welcome back to SheHH, where we interview women in Christian music all around the world. In today's episode, we speak to singer-songwriter Trula. She tells us a bit about her musical journey, why she's passionate about making timeless music and how we can effectively steward our gifts. This is a great episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. Make sure to share with a friend and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at SheHH Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Hannah, and we are back with the SheHH Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Trula. Um, And if you don't know Trula, you should. Um, I'm sorry, but that's why we're here. (laughs) Um, so thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. How are you? And thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing well. It's kind of gloomy outside today, um, but that's okay. So, um, yeah. Where are you? In- I'm in Texas. Cool. Yeah. And you're in Tennessee, right? Okay. Yes, Nashville. Nice. Yes. Um, awesome. So we have actually spoken before. Um, and I have to say, I, I just, I love your artistry and just your message and what you're about. And honestly, if I could describe you and your sound in one word, it would be refreshing. Um, because Mm. I mean, not just like your sound and your style, but also your demeanor and just your, your clear devotion to Christ. I feel like, um, even from that conversation we had a while back where I literally like DM'd you and like random questions, which we'll talk about later. And then you were like, yeah, let's schedule a time to call. And I was like, dang, she's actually taking the time, you know, to, to actually answer from the heart. Um, I feel like you can really tell that you're a woman after God's heart. Um, and that there's no like flashing lights, like no gimmicks, no games. So that's just kind of like my perspective on you. And honestly, when we were talking, I know we're, we're like relatively the same age, but when I was talking with you, I felt like I was speaking with like an older sister because I feel like you just have so much wisdom. Um, so thank you just for taking the time to share your heart with us. And that's just kind of my, yeah, my perspective, but I want to hear in your own words, um, who are you? Tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Um, humbled and honored. Um, yeah, my name's Trula. I am 23. I'm a singer-songwriter and musician, again, living here in Nashville. Um, originally from North Carolina, though. Shout out to the home team. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of how we should start and get into all this. <laughs> Like the nutshell versions of like an intro versus just <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, I love the Lord. I do. And he has given me uh, just clarity of what to do with, you know, this gift. And but it is continually. Um, there's been so many years and, and times in my life where. I had no idea what it was for. And um, I think that can creep in at any moment. Last year, I had a time when I was like, I have no idea what this Mm -hmm. is for. Should I just throw in the towel? But he continues to renew me and strengthen me and give me purpose. But it really is, it has to be in him. And so um, I guess, yeah, I just kind of wanted to start by just saying like, our gifts are from him to be used by him. And that is going to be a daily, continual thing to remember that and to renew that um, commitment yeah. with him, especially with the way of the world. So that's kind of why I sing, who I sing to and about, and um, just humbled and honored if anyone hears it, because it starts in the this room mm-hmm. and you never know how it's going to work out and, and what it's for or when the timing is, yeah. but just trusting him and living a very daily life with him of like dependence and Lord, what are you doing? How's this going to work? What's yeah. up? But and because you get to know him more when you live like that. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, what would you say kind of sparked your passion for music? Um, I, I definitely started, I mean, I started singing when I was really young, just like in the backseat. Apparently <laughs> I was always singing. 
but um I was a very shy kid so like talking was not my thing Mm -hmm. if you got to know me truly got to know me then I might trust you and I like talk (laughs) but I was just pretty shy so I I didn't really sing out ever until um by myself until I was like 10 or something but um I did grow up doing musicals and so I think that's kind of like which is, I mean, I, I just am into acting. I think my acting was terrible. So um, I'm grateful for it because I think it got me, you know, in choirs. Yeah. And I grew up in church as well, so church choirs and singing. And um, so then by the time I was in middle school, I was leading worship. And um, that's when I really was like, oh, I, I think I'm supposed to use this gift for mm-hmm. him. And so um, but I think it all came with just being more confident in who he is and um, to then be able to even like open my mouth to sing before anyone because I was like I don't think I want to yeah. do that yeah at the same time I had like hopes that I would be able to use it in that way but there were hurdles of like when would I not be like when would I be more yeah. open with it to be able to you know so there's development that God definitely had to do during that time but um yeah I think around sixth grade was when I was more confident in trying out like singing and doing competitions and stuff like yeah. that shout out to sixth grade no I feel like that's like right. such a exactly um what would you say or I guess who who kind of inspires your sound and your style I feel like it's so uh unique and timeless I grew up listening to a lot of which I'm like a little embarrassed sometimes to share this, but like just mainstream pop music, like whatever was no, out. Like, my mom would try to, <laughs> my mom would get the good stuff and get me to listen to it, like you know, seventies, eighties, yeah. anything. And I was not having it, so I would, I just loved whatever was fresh. And then, um, even in Christian music, and what was the newest, <laughs> hippest worst? Yeah. And then when. I to college I went to a school in Memphis called Visible Music College Mm -hmm. a small Christian college there and also that city I mean it's just totally rooted in soul and in blues and so when I went there it kind of switched from pop and R&B to like enjoying more just 70s as a whole Mm -hmm. decade and um, just more soulful sounds and just older things and so I kind of went to the Stevie Wonders the Al Greens the um you know, Ella Fitzgerald, yeah. all, all those major, major ones. And then, um, but of course, like knowing I'm going to sing about the Lord. So <laughs> um, not really putting boundaries on it, even if I'm not necessarily hearing these sounds specifically directly singing about God, that that doesn't mean it can't be done. And then the awesome thing is since then, God has just... Um, given us and I know you've seen it too just such a rich community of believers around the world who are you know kind of paving that path of newer sounds different sounds um more genre specific sounds uh, versus you know just the radio maybe what we grew up with in um the Christian world Mm -hmm. and um kind of just there it's limitless um and and upholding truth with that is so important and people that are willing to do it. It's so cool to come alongside is when I was in like high school. I remember it was, you know, in your small town, it's like, no one's doing this. Like, yeah. how do you even go about it? Where do you play? Like, where does this fit mm-hmm. musically? Like what even is it? But um, and now it's kind of humbling, but also like encouraging that there's so many other people um, doing that as well. So I think it's kind of a mixture, but I do love like seventies and um, soul music. Yeah. And then just kind of, that and jazz I love jazz so inviting all that yeah no I that's so true I I love what you said about how like people are becoming I think unafraid to experiment you know with genres I mean you see it with like um like Darla Balthazar and doing lo-fi Sarah like Sarah Natalie doing doing lo-fi and um more more of the neo-soul sounds and it's but it's like purely for Christ, which is so, which is so unique. And I think that's something that yeah. we probably should have been doing, you know, since the beginning, because, you know, we're called to, to, um, like redeem all aspects of creation, including all genres. So, and it's just fun. It's honestly fun. So. Really. And it's been cool. Cause you know, I've connected with those people. Yeah. And, um, when I talk to them, it's like, 
so like our a lot of us are kind of around the same age so it's like when god was speaking to me and just encouraging me to continue in that um when i was younger like he was doing the same thing mm. in them and you feel so alone at that point but again he's doing it in all different genres and so it's been just really encouraging to to hear how god has been doing it in multiple people and kind of bringing up this yeah. new sound um because we all grew up listening to terrible lyrical <laughs> music because you like the sound and now like he's like now you can go yeah. and bring that relief to people because it's so you know just they want it not yeah the the so um yeah it's cool to just kind of hand in hand go at yeah. that with them. yeah not to bash on ccm but um no. we needed something new <laughs> so for sure um Something that's really cool in your Insta and Spotify bio, you say music is only as timeless as its message. Let's sing songs that last forever. Can you, which is beautiful, by the way, but uh, can you unpack that for us a little bit? Yeah, um, you did your homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I recently kind of changed it mm-hmm. to that. And I think it's kind of tied with, I'm constantly changing it because I kind of, or bios in general, you know, I want it to be relevant to exactly where I, I am um and I hope that one will continue to be relevant <laughs> but um I think last year it really produced something like a statement like that because I was finding myself um like God was just doing a lot of internal things there was nothing external that was kind of bearing on me to get me to this place but internally he was almost stripping me of just any dependence I have in things and even my own voice Mm -hmm. to the point where I wasn't even getting any satisfaction or fulfillment out of it. And, um, I was kind of confused and just like, what's the point. And then I would also, when I was confused, I was kind of going to maybe what the enemy would also Mm -hmm. whisper. It's just like, there's so many other voices doing exactly what Mm -hmm. you're doing. Why you have another one what is the point like look at your timeline everyone's doing you know exactly what you're right. doing you're not special the world doesn't need it stop and I remember I got to literally a place where I think I was telling someone about those thoughts and I I finished the conversation I was like yeah and so I'm believing those things like it wasn't like a redeeming <laughs> yeah. conversation where I'm like I don't believe it I don't I was actually like yeah I actually like believe all mm. of that and I don't really know how to move and um so but through that god has been so faithful um i do think that there was a tendency to go so far in the other way to where i'm believing lies but i think god was doing a sort of stripping that was healthy and merciful to me to to cause me to be dependent on strictly who he is not even what we do Mm -hmm. for him not um, any of the fruits that he allows to happen but literally on just who he is and abiding in that and that he is enough so when there's not things on the calendar are you content in him mm. um i was explaining a lot of discontentment and trying to understand and unpack that and um anyways and then i ended up having covid like last september right. and during that time i i didn't sing for like it was like 20 something days and i remember that being another thing that really played into it of like when I did finally sing somewhere, it meant something totally different than any time I'd sung before. Mm-hmm. You know, you hope you get on stage full of grace and humility, but when you really have had things stripped and you don't know when you'll be able to see, you don't even know if you have the courage or the strength to even want to do it again. But then when he allows a tiny little Bible study of 12 mm-hmm. people, that's like your first thing back, you, and when you see that it was serving, like, it really wasn't for you, but in serving, you were fully like um, poured yeah. into. And that's what happened. So um, I realized that the only way I'm ever going to feel as though I have purpose, the only way I'm ever going to, this thing's going to be worthwhile. I can even be singing about God and it be not worthwhile if my motives or if how I'm approaching it um, is yeah. off. And um, so we got into a place where I remember I was driving the car, just crying, <laughs> like asking him, what is up with this year? Like, why do I feel mm-hmm. like this? And he was like, you're trying to find cause. You're trying to find purpose apart from me mm-hmm. and um, even in for me. And so he just renewed me in a commitment to him of like, you are my cause. You are my purpose. Even if I never open my mouth to sing again, like yeah. you are my cause and you are enough. Um, and it's kind of it just give me a little restart to when I approach music, I'm just approaching it refreshed and different. And so that statement kind of. Um, is just what I want to to represent. Like I don't want to sing songs that 
don't have eternal value and I don't want to sing when it's not serving, when it's more entertainment, Mm -hmm. which does challenge, um, has just caused me to be extremely dependent and and just inquire of the Lord. Is this what you want me to do? Is this how you Mm -hmm. want me to do it? Because as great as genre in um, art, art, artistry can be, uh, there's such a tendency, like it literally takes so much, um, just self-discipline and, and accountability to know if you're doing it for a yeah. show or if not, even if in the name of Christ. And I think when it gets into artistry with worship, it can totally do that. People worship worship, mm-hmm. but it can be a little easier, at least to know when pe- things are impure yeah. because it is so different and it's supposed to be uplifting to all men, all people. Um, but with artistry, because it can be so specific and it is so cool and it's fun. I think there's more of a, we need to just be in check and make sure that, um, it's for him and we're not putting on a show and that we are just mirrors, if anything, to glorify him. Um, even if it's more crafty and personal and unique. Um, and so with all that, I was just like, Lord, if I'm going to sing, I need that thing to last forever because I wasn't experiencing any purpose, any fulfillment, any satisfaction, even in the very thing that you gave me to do. And so I know that it literally only comes from you if it's going to have purpose or, or meaning. Yeah, so. that's good. That was like jam packed. <laughs> that's such a rich. <laughs> no, I love it. No, I love it. And I, I, I've asked a couple other women on the show, like how, how can an artist protect themselves, you know, a Christian artist protect themselves from idolizing music or, you know, like swaying slowly, very, very slowly into a kind of a performance mindset, you know, cause it's, it's an important, um, it's, a, it's something important that we should be thinking about all the time. You know, it should be at the forefront of our minds, even with, with any gift that the Lord gives us. If I'm serving at church, uh, you know, I do graphics, right? I make graphics. So if I am making graphics, but then a switch flips in my mind and I'm like, yeah, I made that, you know? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's like, yeah, so it's so important, but I love it. I love it. Um, so just as rich as that little caption is, I would say your, your lyrics are really powerful. They're also equally as rich. Um, I saw on your website, you even write out, um, kind of your heart behind the lyrics, um, which everybody should go check out at trulymusic.com. Subtle plug. Um, but I noticed like not all of your songs are on there. Um, so kind of first, what made you decide to write out your lyrics in that way? Um, with, with like the heart behind it. And then also, why did you choose those specific songs? Yeah. Um, I, in inquiring of the Lord, okay, if this is what I'm going to be doing, I know I have to ask for permission, like how to steward it. And, um, you know, just ideas randomly. And, um, not that this writing out your lyrics is some lofty, amazing (laughs) thing, but it definitely came from him because it wasn't my idea. And so, um, when I approached my website and what to do with that, I definitely wanted it to feel intimate. I wanted it to feel like you're talking with me or, um, that I am the person on the other side of the computer because I am, (laughs) because I'm independent. I don't want to talking third person or, you know, so, um, I, I was like, let's approach it like all the songs and like the record and it feel like a journal entries or something. And um, and then with clarity, like especially with Christian music, we're not just putting out um, kind of abstract ideas and we want it to be so mysterious and you'd have to figure out what it means. <laughs> like, I want to be as clear as possible. I really yeah. do. So that, you know, you know what I'm talking about, who I'm talking about. Was rain down about rain? <laughs> was it about God's blessing? Or was it about yeah. suffering? Well, that's clear. Yeah. So um, I wanted to have verses that, you know, um, came for those songs. So that is the kind of why definitely a God idea. And then I think I don't even know if I fully thought too much about which songs, but I, I did try to do all the ones from Prologue and then the latest single, Sign yeah. of the Times. And then um, I think before that, sometimes, at least in my mind, I'm like, no one is thinking about Home EP, <laughs> which is like the... <laughs> that I did like first, in high yeah. school I did that one but I am um, I do leave it, of course on Spotify and stuff even though I mean my voice has changed everything's changed but I love you know seeing because I love hearing other artists and seeing how much Absolutely. they've changed and developed and I know that even if just one person's listening to it, it's totally <laughs> worth it even if I 
sound different now, <laughs> but um, so I guess I didn't really think to put those ones okay. on there, but maybe I should because you, know. you know, it's Spotify, someone might want to know, know, but yeah, no, I think that's really cool. You definitely do get that really cozy, like intimate feel um, from your website. So I think you did um, a really good job just kind of stewarding that vision that the Lord gave you. Um, and also, thank honestly, thank you for explaining your lyrics because it drives me nuts. I know that there's like a, an element, you know, to mystery. Like I love being mysterious, blah, 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 even in Christian circles. But I'm like, girl, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, can I relate to your lyrics? Like, is your theology okay. in check? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? And so I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so you mentioned it, your latest EP is called Prologue and it, uh, it came out in 2020 and it's pretty awesome. So everybody should go listen to it. Um, congratulations, first of all. Um, but I want to know what inspired the project. Um, it's pretty interesting. So I just love how God works because when you surrender your gift, I mean, he doesn't work in a typical fashion. And the thing about it is in the moment, it makes no sense. And it can be like the slower way or the way that, again, it, there's no clarity or it's confusing. Yeah. But um, he, you can rest in that he is working. And so um, basically when I moved here uh, to Nashville from Memphis, again, I was in school there um, and then came here, I moved total blind faith like I had two weeks to find a roommate before I needed to be out but I just knew I always knew I was eventually going to I just kind of had like an I had visited Nashville in high school and just knew that something about that place is home don't know when so I actually tried to move here at different times like my senior year of high school hmm. or maybe instead of college so everything is God's timing God's yeah. will so um, it ended up being two years after college moved here Blindly. Um, it's not like I, I had a record deal. I was coming here with something set up. It was like, I just know I'm supposed to be there. And um, so in that, I just came and I just started writing. And I am i don't even write a ton of songs. Like I'm not writing every day or I think that's awesome. People would do <laughs> that. Up. That is, I would. Yeah. But um, it's more of uh, when something's heavy on my heart or there's Recently, it's been more of like, let's try to be intentional about writing. But for this project, it was more of like something that I was learning about God or um, Rain Down was just randomly. I wrote that one with a friend as soon as I got here and met him. And that's like the only song we've ever written together. And he he played keys on the record, so he's involved. But that one was kind of a fluke, just like a jam. And then um, so they all kind of vary. Okay. But they were all written uh, kind of as in my mind, just I'm only thinking about this one song. And um, I never thought that they would be side mm. by side on a project. And I think just with this project, how it is set up of like, they are all intertwined and um, the interludes kind of connect them. And it feels like something that maybe was set out to do together yeah. to see God's hand was really just special to me personally, because again, I had no idea that they would make sense. Um, and so, or go together. So basically I had a, a show, um, like two months before I started making plans for the record that showed me, God used it to show me like, you have the band, you have the songs. Um, and it was actually the band that was like, why don't we record these? If we have already mm -hmm. done them, like they're ready. And I was like, okay, I guess. And you guys would be willing, like, that sounds fun. Yeah. let's do it. And uh, I have a really good producer friend who I've known for so long. And so we've always wanted to work together. And so um, I basically met with him in January, January of 2020. Okay. It was like um, the first week. And before that, no plans for a record. Wow. Um, and we sat down and just kind of dreamed it up there was no nothing really ready to go on paper but it was just kind of like what if we could do a record mm -hmm. this year in this time or something and so I went back home and I felt really assured and pumped and I was like <laughs> I feel like God might be allowing this like this could be the time of like a, a collection of songs and so I went home and I wrote down every possible song and then the Lord just kind of like with the website um it was like when I gave it to him I was like okay what is mm -hmm. this he 
showed me how they they actually made sense together and how they would go together. And then um, also waiting a little bit longer after that, I think I wrote Lost to Be Found right before like sometime before the record. Okay. So that one wouldn't have been in there had I done it another time. So um, that's kind of a testament to just God's hand and his weaving it together. And and it's cool because it does reflect like literal journal entries sort of things. And that is my journal on the cover and has kind of all these stories oh, wow. in it. And so, but that is how it works in real life. So like you read back and in the moment when I'm reading these or when I'm writing these journal entries, life makes no sense. Everything yeah. is like, I'm like, Lord, what how do I trust you? What am I learning about? Like, where are, and then when you go back and read a year later, you're like, wow, look at his faithfulness. And it's almost like that with putting these songs Mm -hmm. together. Um, And then add on top of that, his faithfulness and timing, because we recorded it pretty quick in February. It was like a, we had a practice night. Um, A lot of my friends were in Memphis, musician friends. So they came in for just the weekend and we ran everything down um, on like a, Friday night and a Saturday like morning and um anyways because COVID took place that like, like right after the quarantine yeah. part right after so it was only we only had like uh two weeks after something before my producer was like yeah I can't have anyone over mm-hmm. anymore so um, and then I just went back in and did like the BGBs and stuff like that so again had God's timing not been there uh there would have been no guidance yeah. um and then yeah he was just very yeah. faithful that's crazy it's just so funny I think everybody (laughs) January of 2020 were like yeah it's the vision it's 2020 vision and it was like oh it was like we had like what like a month two months and yeah but hey but God used it so that's I think that's perfect you know just and and it's like funny because we have no idea you know and so you had no idea that you know the world was gonna shut down essentially but you guys are like boom 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 it's moving we got it so yeah. And then I actually had something to do. You know, I was just able to just sit at home the whole time and just be prepping the yeah. release. And then, of course, you know, something like Rain Down that I thought I just wrote for fun in one instance. Now it's coming to a world that is actually experiencing suffering. Mm-hmm. And this is a song to rejoice and call people to rejoice. And so, you know, even in the content of when it came out, it was just um, I saw his. Yeah, hand. absolutely. And uh it's really, it's really like, um, like a narrative I'd say, you know, when I was listening through it and even just the structure of it, it feels, it does feel like we're reading a journal essentially. And that's really cool. I didn't know that was your actual journal on the cover. Do you, um, do you do your own cover art? I, um, I worked with my friend who took the photo, um, and we were even roommates at the time. So we were just having a blast, like creating all the content from our house. (laughs) So um, still a close friend. So uh, I love getting to work with people who are already just friends. And um, but I do like to be as involved um, with the whole process. And I love the hands on approach. So for that, I don't really know if it's that noticeable, but um, prologue, it's not even typed letters like I literally at Hobby Lobby, they had little little, like letters so you know I put letters down and um I just like the hands-on approach of like a collage or painting or um so if I can be involved I'd rather be involved somewhere than you know sending it off and having a graphic which I mean if I could do it I would do that too (laughs) but I'm like put some things down and then we could take a photo (laughs) I think it's really cool like I think it's really cool thank you um which track is the most special to you from prologue um, I think I'll just say recently, since it's like hard yeah. to uh, have different reasons why I like different sure. ones. Um, but I say recently, Lost to Be Found um, has kind of come back up because I've had a couple shows where I've been able to do that one, and I had. I didn't, that's the one maybe I did the least for, like I didn't do a video or anything mm-hmm. prior and uh, I hadn't sung it outside the studio really uh, until these couple of shows and in doing them. Um, yeah, I liked singing that because especially in a, maybe like a secular venue or something where I can just kind of call people to, Hey, let's look over our life yeah. um, and see all the, the, 
randomness or the hurt and the pain and make sense mm-hmm. of it? What do we have at the end when um, all the things that maybe we're grabbing for or chasing after the wind and we come up empty handed? Is there anything left that maybe we should grasp now on this side of eternity? And um, so songs where I get to just maybe lay out um, or ask questions and make people think. Um, I really enjoyed getting to sing yeah, that recently. Absolutely. That's a really good song. Um, if you, what do you want listeners of Prologue to walk away knowing? Um, so if you listen to the inner, the first interlude kind of setting up the record, um, it kind of discusses how all these things in our life, um, they... Trying to think out of word it without like actually just repeating that whole thing, but um, like basically, what's it all for? Um, and this record specifically focuses on like life experience, um, or uh, as a means to see God, which is great, but it is the prologue, so um, it's kind of twofold. Like the prologue interlude was introducing prologue as a record but it's also introducing kind of what's next um this record talks a lot about the here and now Mm -hmm. and seeing god which is important because we are here and now um but in the next phase of music i want it to be about heaven and just about eternal things so it's trying to use that as a catalyst to see the next thing because that's what life is life is to set us up to um, know God, make him known to obey him and love him here to then live eternally with him. Um, and so I hope that it gets people to maybe use my experience, but hopefully you see your own experiences in there um, as a way to find God, to see God um, and uh, to be known by him and then get to where we're going, which is, um, you know, yeah. eternal, eternal wow. things and get our mind outside of this right i think even let me look at something really quick um i don't know if you use uh (laughs) the bible app but um the verse of the day Mm -hmm. is colossians 3 1 um (gasps) and so you know it says if you're raised with christ seek those things which are above where christ is um sitting Mm -hmm. at the right hand of god um and then that's one translation. And then the other one, uh, NIV, is since then you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Um, and I think that's something I loved what you said. You know, first of all, that's just so cool. Like it's prologue, but then it's also like prologue, like Life eternity. Prologue. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I think something that has been easy for me to fall into just with everything going on, even still now, but especially, you know, over the past two years is uh, it's easy to allow everything the world is shouting to bring me down, you know, and to bring my, bring my mental state there. And you kind of touched on that too. Um, I even experienced kind of a period of time where I was like, so upset, you know, with how people were misrepresenting Christ, um, that I was letting it like drag me down. And I feel like that's my inclination, you know, is to just complain and grumble, but God is constantly like, okay, yes, but let's look here. You know, I'm still here. Let's, let's reframe your mind. And so I, I love the idea of, of, well, not the idea, I guess, it's an important fact to embrace that this life on earth is, um, temporary, you know, it's, it's just the beginning essentially or pre-beginning. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a really cool concept. Um, on your, a video that you, uh, posted on your Instagram that was taken at a house show a while back, you, uh, spoke about the importance of having just a reason for gratitude and started basically sharing the gospel, talking about Jesus's uh, goodness and sufficiency and sovereignty um, and him being the blessing, you know. Um, and something that I think 
you do really well through through your music, but also I guess in instances like that, from what I've seen, is you really it seems like you seize the moment, you know, to really stop and like share the gospel in a clear way that will really resonate with people. Um, do you think it's important for artists to kind of set up that moment or kind of seize the moment in that way? I think it is so important. Uh, I really can't imagine God being like, Hey, I'm going to give you, you know, this platform you, you know, you can sing about me, but you can even make it, you know, mysterious and just have fun. And, and then that's it. That's all it's mm-hmm. for, you know, when he's giving you people that are looking at you, whether it's one, whether it's 1000, a million, mm-hmm. you know, there is a responsibility on behalf of the person with the microphone to want to represent him well, because it's not even with a microphone. You could be anything. You could be a, a doctor. You could be this or that, but we were created to reflect God's attributes and who he is rightly. Mm-hmm. And um, when we don't do so, we make him out to be a liar. And that's what yeah. sin does. And um, and so no matter the sphere, we are to use our gifts, various gifts to serve God um, as faithful stewards uh, of his graciousness uh, to towards us. And so... Um, I have felt the weight of just conviction and it's grown throughout my life to be just even, and I hope it will continue to grow to be even more of a call to continue yeah. in that. Um, I used to think, you know, a little one liner that'll do the trick. You know, <laughs> Hashtag it's like, Jesus. the more you get to know, him, yeah, it's like, he's so much more, he's so much richer than um, a lot of times we, we maybe set him out to be or, mm-hmm. um, but it takes, I mean, it's the more you know him as rich that you see him yeah. as that and want to represent him as that. And so I know that he is, he has grown me again from a place where I could and not even speak to now. I actually want to speak a lot more. So I'm actually writing songs to, to set me up to be able mm-hmm. to present something like the yeah. gospel. Um, because you can only sing so much. I hope it all makes sense, but let's also talk about it. And so, um, I, I have just felt the the weight of that and the responsibility. And again, if he is our cause, if he is our purpose, we're not there just to sing a song and sound pretty. We are there with the view of eternal souls at stake to remember our own wandering and despair had we not heard. And I know for me, like I grew up in the church and I was double church. Like I went to the school of my church for a long time and then I switched to, to public school. But all through that time, I was a Christian. I'm saved. You know, I gave my life to God when I was four, and I do believe that was true. Nice. Getting to learn what that was ever since. But in college, someone came to our campus, never saw him again, but he preached what I believe was just such a clear, concise, big view picture of Genesis to Revelation, mm-hmm. the gospel, God's redemptive plan, taking you out of yourself. This was not a gospel that fed into temporal things into temporal blessings and to a nice Christian life. This was a gospel that was eternal and that we're actually going. So, and it was so much bigger. And when I heard that, I mean, it was one of those things where it was some kind of light bulb went off and I felt like I was looking around. I started voice memoing everything he was saying. And again, it's like stuff I've heard, but not so clear to where I can respond in an instant because of how he set it up. And it was just scripture. And, um, just, uh, it's not like it was some crazy thing that only yeah. you can do, but, uh, I, I remember looking around the room and being like, is anyone else hearing this? Like, what, what is he saying? I've never heard yeah. it like this in my life. And so I know that no matter the audience, no matter the room, no matter the person that you're working with, even if they say that they're Christian, there is, um, a large percentage of people who maybe like myself, haven't heard it that clear yeah. And so if we can get to know God and get to know the clarity that he gives in his word by knowing and upholding scripture, then hopefully we can participate and bring something just as clear to people. Yeah. And I think maybe I wouldn't hold it as such a responsibility had that not happened and had that guy not come and um, it made so much more sense. And I'm like, yeah, I want to make sure that it, it makes sense like that. And um, he'll give you, you know, the boldness and that grows over time too. Cause at first you don't, you don't really want to be that crazy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time he's like, no, just trust me. And people will receive it. Cause anyone will be like, they're going to think yeah. you're crazy, but 
he he really does use it um, in ways that you might not even yeah. see. So I think it's extremely important. To Absolutely. No, I think that's a really cool experience. And honestly, I feel like evangelism is like so important, but I feel like the enemy wants to make it like the scariest thing ever, you know, in our minds, um, no matter the format, whether that's through music, you know, at a show or just your best friend that you've known, you know, for years or your family member, like I get scared, you know, and, uh, I feel like this again, time and time again, God's like, yeah, but like I died for you, you know? And like, aren't you excited about what I did for you? Um, and so, yeah, I, I just love, um, the courage that you have to be able to so clearly, um, image Christ and, and, and discuss Christ, um, even in the middle of like a show. Um, what, yeah. what are some scriptures that God has been using to encourage you with lately? Um, let's see. I'm reading through the Bible right now. So I'm nice. like, Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> um, seriously, like reading it. I mean, it's so crazy how much we take out of context, oh, yeah, and just how much more when you read it in in its entirety. How do you start? Yeah, like it's not that crazy. You have to try to figure <laughs> out or wonder how to read it. It really. So sometimes, I mean, I'm. I don't remember the last time I set out. To, I still try to read in context and know what's going on, but I don't remember the last time I set out to read from the start to right. the finish. And so I'm just up to that right now. And during that, it's been like, oh my gosh, ooh, I've definitely <laughs> taken that out of context, or this is so more now. Yeah. And um, so I think it's specific. It's been a lot, but um, I do have a psalm uh, that I would like to read at some point. During this, so maybe I'll do yeah. that. Um, just. It kind of goes along with what we're talking about, so maybe I'll just go read ahead. It. But Psalm ninety, um, okay. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations, before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world. Even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man back into dust and say, "Return, old children of men." For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passes by or as a watch in the night you have swept them away like a flood they fall asleep in the morning they are like grass which which sprouts anew in the morning it flourishes and sprouts anew toward evening it fades and withers away for we have been consumed by your anger and by your wrath we have been dismayed you have placed our iniquities before you our secret sin in the light of your presence for all our days have declined in your fury we have finished our yearns like a sigh. As for the days of our life, they contain 70 years, or if to strength, 80 years, yet their pride is but labor and sorrow, for soon it is gone and we fly away. Who understands the power of your anger and your fury according to the fear that is due you? So teach us to number our days that we may, be pres- that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. Do return, O Lord. How long will it be? And be sorry for your servants. Oh, satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days you have afflicted us and the years we have seen evil. Let your work appear to your servants and your majesty to their children. Let the favor of the Lord God be upon us and confirm for us the works of our hands. Yes, confirm the works of our hands. That kind of goes along with what you were talking about with, you know, we, we are here and we see him misrepresented or we see evil or we have days, we are afflicted because we walk in the shadow of death here, no matter what, maybe we're having a good day, but in reality, we are in the shadow of death on this side. And, um, but he, there is a way to have purpose here and he is working. And so just continuing to number our days, like we were talking about seeing eternity and, um, Asking him to please confirm the works of my yeah. hands, of your hands, because otherwise it is just endless labor and strife for what? And and what am I building, like, if not his kingdom? And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to share Yeah, that. just casual, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. we just 
No, it's good. It's so good. And yeah, that's such a good, I've heard that verse a lot. The, you know, teach us to number our days that we're making a part of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It's true. Especially us being so young right now. It's easy. Well, I mean, it's gotten easier to see death in the past couple of years, but it's, it's easy as a young person to think, eh, you know, and to be like, whatever. Yeah. I have my whole life. I have all these dreams. And when I get older, I'll do this, this and that. And it's like, yeah, but like, look around, you know, and yeah, yeah, it's so important. So thank you for sharing. Um, can you tell us about any new projects in the works? Um, so this would be a little anticlimactic, <laughs> but still it's exciting okay. because I know that the God who did all these other projects, he is up to something. I, I, it's not like I have a label and they're like, you can't say anything. I literally don't know <laughs> what? what he's doing. But I feel it. And it is, um, I feel different than last year. Last year, I kind of knew there was going to be space in between a project and the okay. next one. And I didn't know if it would last the whole year, but it did. I was doing stuff with Little Plug, Journey Worship Co. Um, with my church, Journey nice. Church. Um, they they have a record that came out last year that, that was a big part of my year, um, being a part of that. And um, so I'm on a few of those songs, and um, but the whole record I recommend to you guys. But um, so I didn't know, you know, if I would put out some solo stuff and there was kind of a lull. And then, um, but Again, now that I'm here, I can see it was so necessary mm-hmm. and the stripping and everything is done and how now I'm approaching music and the stage and things like that. And um, so I do ha- kind of had a similar thing of 2020. I feel a little shift. I feel like, OK, this isn't last year. God is doing something new. And um, I met with my friend and producer and kind of had a similar conversation of, OK, like how will we approach this yeah. next thing? And I don't think it'll be as fast. It won't be like um, we're doing something in a weekend's time that we're then going to present in a right. few months, which is fine. It doesn't normally yeah. work like that. I do like to do it. We're camping out for a few days and like right. just get it done. But and memories of like being together. But um, I think for this next one, it's going to be we're just going to start. And it is funneling into a pool of songs okay. that. You know, they're not singles for nothing. I think hopefully depends, but maybe a full length something. Record, wow. But maybe, maybe I don't know, but um, I, I might come out as singles, but it is going somewhere to make it all come back yeah. together. But that's kind of that. And then some collabs and stuff, but no dates right now to tell you about. <laughs> um, so that's how it is with yeah. guys sometimes. Like daily, we're walking yeah. daily. Well, when I, when I, I will let you guys know absolutely (laughs) we're excited to hear whatever whatever God is doing in your life and it's a gift you know it's a gift to get to hear your heart um and so we're excited um and then what's up and you and your I'm such a fan oh thank you guys thank you so so much yeah it's 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 really fun. It's a fun platform, you know, to get to be able to steward. Um, honestly, like shout out to Paula, just really being obedient in the vision that God has given her and then just like seeking help, you know, and then God just being like, just making those connections. It's been amazing to see just what he's done in my own life through, um, CHH. And also I think full circle moments, like getting to talk to you, getting to speak with Darla, like people who kind of I've touched base with in passing or we've worked on other projects with and now getting to really discuss just your heart um, and in, in its entirety is it's a privilege. And so it's something I'm grateful for. So um, yeah. But last question, and it's a big one and I always just drop it on people at the last moment, but take it as you will. What do you want your legacy <laughs> to be? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so everyone's um, always like okay oh oh, okay yeah (laughs) so big I do kind of I have been asked before so you know you just kind of have to plus you want to be thinking about these things why am I yeah legacy um so it's kind of uh I'm trying to think if I should 
with um, my song Funny Feeling off mm-hmm. of Prologue. It's like the short last outro thing. I kind of wrote that um, from a place of sitting on a rocking chair, looking over my life, talking with God in like a very casual way like that. It's just kind of how yeah. I viewed it. And um, laughing and like if he was showing me the movie of my <clears throat> life, kind of like sitting back and laughing all the times, maybe I was scared to do something or I didn't really trust him until later or maybe I didn't trust him at all for something and um it's a funny feeling just kind of watching it all unfold and maybe just again this is a made-up dialogue with God but just kind of laughing um over the the struggles and the strife and all that we make this life out to be when really it's just him and um and so in thinking about that I I just hope that my life would reflect his glory Mm -hmm. I I believe that that is the alignment, you know, that we were created to to do that. And in whatever way that he wants to do that, I will agree. And I hope to continue to submit to that and and to seek his will. So, um, yeah, that he would just be made known. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what else? I mean, going back to your um, your caption right now, you know, like what else lasts forever, but the Lord, the word of the Lord and the souls of people. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your words of wisdom for again, just, um, being willing to share and everybody go check out Trula on any streaming platform. Um, go up, check her out on socials and just keep up, say hi. She's so easily accessible yes. just reach I, out yeah. so, <laughs> so well, absolutely we're really nobody <laughs> there in the dms just don't, yeah, be, just don't be weird about it anyway well we hope you enjoyed this <laughs> chat and we'll see you guys next time hi guys i hope you enjoyed that episode if you did make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on instagram at she podcast